0: You are listening to episode 64 of the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. Today, we're going to talk about how to celebrate. You are listening to the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. I'm your host, certified coach Lisa Schwaller. Each week, we talk about how you can rise above the stress of modern living so that you can focus your energy on what matters most. All right, let's get started. Hello, how are you doing today? Oh, look at you. You downloaded the podcast and you're listening to it and we're here together. I'm so excited about that. This is the final in a series of five episodes on how to change. And, you know, I named it how to change, but what is really obvious is that we live in a Google-enabled world you can figure out how to make changes in your life just by pulling the phone out of your pocket firing up the laptop hollering at your your little house robot and and asking for information information is not at all the issue when it comes to changing information is that it's the easiest part it's available Everywhere you go. So, this podcast series has really been about looking at how to change from the perspective of mindset. So, in the first episode, we talked about embracing the ambivalence that may come with a change initiative. Then we talked about using your feelings as fuel. A lot of times we go to change something because we think it's going to give us a feeling at the end, but why wait until you have the goal? In fact, the more you feel the way you want to feel at the end, along the way, the more likely you are to create that experience for yourself. So that's just something really, really powerful is to think about what do you want to feel as you're, you know, getting through The ups and downs of changing, and if you're hoping that the change is going to give you feelings, is just flip the script. Start feeling that way now, and you're more likely to get what you want. Anyway, then we talked about prizes and sacrifices, and kind of looking at a lot of times we go to make a change because we think there's a prize there, but there's a part of us that may think, "Ugh, that version of me is going to have to sacrifice something I value." So we really. Explored the concept of looking at prizes and sacrifices along the journey as well as where you're going. And almost, I don't know, it's not necessarily being more realistic, but looking at the full picture of you on your journey to change as well as you, the person who is changed, and how to make your changes stick. Then we talked about dynamic planning. This is a little bit different. I think a lot of Change initiatives fail because we set a plan. We expect ourselves to be very rigid in the adherence of the plan. And so, this was a podcast that talked a little bit more about the iterative nature, the flexible nature, being very loving with our planning as a path to getting what we want in life. And today, I want to wrap it up by talking about celebration. So, celebration do you love to celebrate? I would say that a lot of the people that I work with would say, sure, yeah, but the actual act of celebrating their personal wins does not feel great. In fact, we should probably just even start with what is celebration. How do you define it? I think when we think of celebrations, we think of something kind of splashy, something very visible, you know, a party, an anniversary, you know, promotion, something that is a large transition in our lives. And we celebrate the before and after. But I would like to offer that you get to define celebrations however you like. You get to do whatever you want anyway in this life. You get to define things however you like to. But it's fun to think about celebration as, as everything from that big splashy recognition to even just a pause of recognition and everything along the way. I have come to realize myself that Celebration was not something that I really enjoyed there. It just felt like an unnecessary step. It felt like I I just had other places to be. So when I would, you know, hit a milestone, hit a goal, my tendency was and is to just jump to the next. I actually, I need to be mindful to celebrate and celebration can be everything from recognizing, my growth, my change, to the appreciation to myself for the commitment to doing the actions to produce that goal. It It is rarely for me a splashy event or even visible <laughs> to the human eye outside of me. It can very often just be me and a process that's very quiet in my own mind. I often celebrate with Bailey. She and I will go for our a trip around the neighborhood, and she is sniffing the whole world, and I am just mindfully recognizing, celebrating my accomplishments short-term and these bigger goals. Now, celebration, it sounds also like an all-good thing, but I would offer that there are certain celebration pitfalls that you may want to be on the lookout for and try to avoid. The first on the list is celebrating with behaviors from habits you're trying to break. (laughs) This one, I'm laughing because this was so me. I'd be like, oh, look at me. I followed my exercise program. I'm going to go get an ice cream sundae. I would, you know, like this idea of like a cheat meal or a treat or whatever. And for me, that was not a good thing to almost like you know, have this deprivation or saying no to something and then using it to celebrate. That was not great for me. I was like, if I want an ice cream Sunday, get an ice cream Sunday, but don't tie it to me performing well. So just being mindful. If you celebrate with behaviors that send a, a message of indulgence or permissiveness, that may be something that you might want to just be mindful of. The other thing, and this is really funny, this is what it seemed like to me, is celebrations as being another to-do list item. I think that for a lot of people, when they think celebrating, it comes with, oh, then there's things I'm going to need to do to celebrate, and you... My less stress more fun people, you are people who want to have more fun in your life without adding a lot of other logistical expectations or any expectations. Celebration can be just like I described. You could just go for a walk and say, I just really want to recognize the work that went into this project, like for me for this project. I I showed up during I would set times of day and I had a certain target of of things that I was trying to accomplish. And I I showed up, and I showed up, and I showed up. I showed up when I was tired. I showed up when I was bored. I showed up when I was physically uncomfortable doing the work. But I had a deadline I was trying to meet, and I knew that I would be glad for the sacrifices I was making in pursuit of that goal. I wanted to be the person who worked through in this particular case. So for me, the celebration, it was not something else on my to-do list. It was a lot of, you know, like go me and, and a lot of these be suggestions that I'm going to share later. And finally, another celebration pitfall. I hear this all the time, especially, you know, people who are really busy and they're balancing a lot of adult responsibilities. They feel like what whether other people would think it's a big deal is a criteria for them to celebrate themselves. You can celebrate without caring at all what other people think about any of it, whether they think what you did was extraordinary, whether they think what you did was, you know, is, is worth celebrating, even... At, you know, comments on how you're celebrating your celebrations. Nobody's opinions matter at all. So that's a pitfall for celebrations that you can just gracefully step around. You get to celebrate anything you want. You can celebrate everything you want. You could be over the top crazy with that. And in fact, that actually moves into my suggestions for how to celebrate. The first is just reinforcing behaviors. What this, what I mean by this is kind of back to that pitfall is you don't want to celebrate with behaviors you're actually trying to change, but you could celebrate with behaviors that you're trying to reinforce. And you could just really notice all of the steps that it took. You could celebrate, you know, I, I showed up for that and, and I gave it 110%, even though I was feeling really nervous. You know, like celebrate, reinforce the behaviors you want to amplify in your life. The second tip is to use I statements. I showed up for that presentation and I gave it my all even when I was nervous. And that's so much more powerful than, you know, the the presentation happened. It went pretty well. But when you put it in I, I did this. I showed up. I you know, gave it this, is it really establishes that you're, you're constantly in relationship to yourself and your self-concept. And when you can use I statements to celebrate, it really reinforces like, yeah, I, I'm on purpose. (laughs) I'm on purpose. I'm intentional. Another suggestion is to celebrate small. Yeah, I'm trying to think as I'm recording it. It's actually the morning, <laughs> and I've done a lot of things today. I'm like, oh, before I started my work day, I I took sweet dog Bailey around for her walk, and I ran a quick vacuum to get up. It's it's you know the time of year where it feels like everything is coming from the outside always finds its way inside. I vacuumed up you know all of the the things that had come come in. I made sure the kitchen was nice and tidy, and then I started you know, my day, just recognizing and celebrating every little thing. And especially if you're new to the habit of celebrating, it can feel so uncomfortable to celebrate the small but mighty things that you do. And I will tell you, embrace that discomfort. What that discomfort tells you is that it just may... You may not be used to celebrating. So, celebrating small can actually help you become a person who lives in the habit of celebration. And with that, of course, the last tip is just go over the top. Give yourself a ridiculous overload of love and recognition and appreciation. And this does two things. One is, well, It helps you build that habit of appreciation, that habit of celebration, but it also will raise a lot of discomfort for some of us. Back to that goal I was working on, I was hitting a a number goal. And when I hit it, I was like, oh, yes, of course, because by then I had already, I'd used the feeling of inevitable. That was my fuel. Like this is totally going to happen before the deadline date. This is just a done deal and when i hit it so i was in that like of course of course that happened of course i created that result through my efforts it was a done deal and i paused to celebrate and when i really paused to celebrate i felt this wave of emotion come up and it was it was interesting to sit with that is i was feeling proud of myself i was feeling a little incredulous And I was feeling a little bit, I don't know, like a sadness or nostalgia because I'd poured so much effort into this goal that there was a part of me that, you know, had to clutch like in an engine to pivot, to change directions. And I think that idea of I got to the goal and I was like, okay, great. I hit that goal. Look, I snapped my fingers, hit that goal. (laughs) And then I literally, my mind immediately went on to what was next. Okay, so I got that many subscribers using this landing page. Now I'm going to redirect to this. And that I think that was in a way that sadness that, oh, I've put so much into it. I felt like maybe that's why I was jumping over to the new goal so quickly is because it's like, oh, I've been pouring so much of myself into this. I don't know what will happen if I pause. pause and sit and celebrate that. When you're celebrating, it is so fun to be multi-sensory. So this is a podcast, so you can't see me raising my arms above my head. Celebrate by moving your body. You can sing. You can dance. I know I sold a ticket to something. It's a it's this group program and as the ticket sales started to come in, I would actually, like, every time I'd stand up and like, woohoo, and celebrate and be like, oh, this is so exciting. Like, another connection was made. and, And I'm so excited to serve people when I create things. So I have learned that The part of me may be like, eh, just on to the next, on to the next. But I I am learning and practicing to pause and celebrate and to celebrate with all of my body. Sing. And sometimes it's a very quiet celebration. Sometimes it's very noisy. (laughs) So how are you as a celebrator? What is your habit of celebrating what you do? And again, it doesn't have to be extraordinary. You can celebrate everything like, man... I made my bed today, I brushed my teeth today, I am crushing it. Why not? What would life be like if you were an (laughs) over-celebrator? How fun. What a funny idea. That is definitely the more fun part of this podcast. For you, my invitation is to find 25 things to celebrate every single day for a week. 25 things. And Notice what you learn about yourself along the way. All right, my friends, I hope you go out there and super celebrate yourself. And what is so fun is the more I super celebrate myself, the more generous I feel about super celebrating others. That is wonderful. Develop a habit of celebrating yourself and being a person who celebrates out in the world and you will make your world a more fun place. I love it. I can't wait to talk to you next time. Thank you for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast, please rate and review wherever you listen. This will help other listeners find the show and bring less stress, more fun out into the world. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you next week.